Hello, I'm Thomas Locke and this is Five Minutes, the podcast that brings you closer to the people fighting malaria. The world's access to mobile phones is increasing. Quartz Africa predicts that one billion people in sub-Saharan Africa will have one by 2023. Fatou Seka, a student at Dalhousie University in Canada, is using this to revolutionise malaria diagnosis. Using a 3D printed lens clip that attaches to the back of a smartphone camera, she hopes to detect the presence of malaria parasites in a blood sample, a useful tool for rural communities where access to specialist equipment is limited. Fatu, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me as well. When did you first get the idea of using 3D printed smartphone adapters to analyse biological things like blood? So in 2016, I was doing an internship in a water lab. And the idea was to use the, um, the 3D printed microscope. So just to start off, these microscopes are open source tools from uh, an American science laboratory called Pacific Northwest. So it is not my um, intellectual property. It was just a tool that we were working with. So I was to use it for water samples. But I have a background in the health industry because I always wanted to do medicine. And in 2012 and 2011, I was working um, in the Medical Research Council in the Gambia. So I have like a background when it comes to like blood bone diseases. In mid-2016, I brought the idea that I wanted to use these 3D printed clips to test them and see if they would work for blood diagnosis. And you went out to test this for blood diagnosis in the Gambia, didn't you? Yes, I went in 2017 for like a month, but I, I, I could only spend two weeks uh, in the lab to test them. And how do they compare to microscope level of magnification? How accurate are these? Um, in terms of the magnification power, they are not as strong as the actual compound microscopes that you find in laboratories. Uh, depending on the size of the lenses, as in the diameter of the lenses that you insert in the clip, um, I, from my experience, I've had about a 150, like times a 150 magnification. Is that enough then to see the malaria parasites in a blood sample? You can see them, but you do not see them clearly. So I had um, experts that are in the lab that confirmed that, yes, these are the parasites that we're seeing, but you need to do better when it comes to like the magnification power of the lenses. And I guess the big question with accessibility and with more and more people getting more and more phones, could this magnification device be used with any smartphone, not just the latest iPhone 10 or whatever's popular? It can be used with any phone. The only thing that needs to be changed would be the clip, but that's very easy to change. Just use an like an AutoCAD and um, 3D draw whatever size that you want to draw and that's all. that's about it. I understand that this isn't necessarily your end goal. You want to develop your own powerful, high-quality microscope instead of the clips? I'm looking into making my own because I'm not very satisfied with the quality of the 3D clips. I mean, they have potential in helping people, especially in um, locations like communities that don't have well-established hospitals or laboratories. So my end goal is to actually have one that is very powerful and it can be portable and it would help people that don't have um, these uh, privileges. And I don't know how far you are down the line of research and development, but do you know how that would look like? Would it require electricity? Could you use a smartphone with it? What would that look like? Depending on my target, 
um, I would try to avoid it needing electricity. So it could probably work with um, a battery or be charged with a solar system. But the, the more we can avoid like it needing a power source, the better I think it would be for um, like rural areas. I, I was reading here that Graham, is it Gagnon? Graham Gagnon, yeah, it is. He was saying that actually you break all the stereotypes about women in engineering. I wonder how you feel being a woman from the Gambia, being able to innovate such a great product in this space. How does that feel? To be honest, it does feel scary because now that I'm like out there, I personally feel there are a lot of expectations, but it is um, inspiring for me that I'm inspiring the younger generation. Fatou Seka, thanks very much. Thank you very much, Thomas. That was Fatou Seka on 5 Minutes. Remember that you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Spotify.